My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. And welcome to our final episode of our MLB preview. We've been doing the AL and NL teams, the divisions. Today we have the AL and NL West divisions. If you want to listen back, we did the Eastern divisions, we did the Central divisions, and now it is the last and final installment. I'm Dominic DeLeo, Joe DeLara, producer Corey. For the Oddscast podcast, no, we didn't fire Terry Takes. He just could not make it today. Uh, but I am ready. Joe, are you ready to do our last and final episode of the MLB preview? We also, we're going to touch on some of our World Series predictions at the end of this podcast, too, because this starts on Thursday. Yeah, very excited. Uh, this is a great opportunity for everybody to get some futures bets in, and uh, let's let it rip. <laughs> so we'll go straight into it. American League West 2020. Divisional odds via DraftKings, the Houston Astros as torrid as and, and as just a clusterfuck as their offseason was, are still the favorites to win this division, minus 167 on DraftKings, the A's of Oakland plus 230, Angels, Los Angeles plus 550, then the Texas Rangers 16 to 1, Seattle Mariners 80 to 1, the fan, uh, the Roto Champ projections and and they actually have fixed these projections to fit a 60 game season now uh the astros a's angels rangers mariners are all in that order so no discrepancies in the odds joe let's talk about the astros we've been trying to find divisional projected favorites to fade do you think that this is a season that they're going into still with kind of uh, prove everybody wrong because of how the offseason turned out? They think we're all cheaters. No fans in attendance to boo them. <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> so this might be a blessing in disguise, but let's, let's start at the top with the Astros. What do you like? What do you not like? So I was looking at this, and I actually just put in a bet today on the Astros to win under 35 and a half games this season. Um, so one of the reasons that I did that is I was hearing that uh, Roberto Osuna, who's their closer, is not going to be ready for the start of the season, or it doesn't look like he's going to be. And uh, they're going to be – I think that that's going to be an issue. But also, you know, like – Justin, I feel like Justin Verlander is just like a walking case of like, it's like, when is he going to fall down and just stop being as good as he is? This team, I feel like, is due for regression, especially considering that there's not going to be any trash cans uh, or you'll really be able to hear them, you know? Uh, so I, I think that this team is just due for regression in what I think is a pretty good division, actually, um, kind of top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, it's a question of the offense really, because this, this line, even with losing Garrett Cole, this is still a very deep rotation. Everybody on their starting rotation, their first five starters have a projected under four ERA Verlander, McCullers, Granke, James, and Valdez. But, you know, is the offense going to be as prolific and dominant as it was without that added knowing where the pitch is coming, (laughs) like knowing which pitch is coming, like, (laughs) Like, obviously, Altuve, Bregman, Correa, like, these are pretty perennial all-star generational talents. Yes. But it's 
I don't know whether there is some regression to be had there. I would be worried about the offense more so than, than the starters because at the end of the day, like you're not like the sign stealing doesn't really affect the starters no. um, in the rotation. And this, this, the pitching is good enough, I think, to carry them to be, you know, a over 500 team definitely. But in terms of this division, the offense is going to be what the question is, and it's going to be something to watch, at least in the beginning of the season. I would be very interested to see kind of how they come out at the start of the season. And it's a short season, so, you know, people get hot, and this team is definitely talented enough. But I think the odds of the division, like you would think the Astros would be, even with losing Cole, would still be closer to minus 200. Um, and I'm closer to minus 300, like some of these other big divisional favorites. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it should be interesting. Yeah, I think it's more – I think it's partially because of the Astros uh, losing some talent and uh, coming off the kind of, like, disgrace they had in the offseason. But in a way, it seems like that was so long ago now too. Um, but I think it's, it's less to do with that and more so to do with the other teams in the division, namely the A's and the Angels. Let's, let's go to the A's and the Angels – I know that you've liked the Angels in the past. Uh, they're kind of a team that on paper looks great. They should and, be so awesome. And they should be good. <laughs> they, they just never are. So yeah. out of those two teams, what do you, who do you think is most likely to take over the AL West if the Astros kind of come out at, at a yeah. slow pace? I mean, I think I like the Angels. I've liked them at prior numbers, but I do think that if I'm looking at this objectively uh, in just terms of who is going to win the division, I think that this is more likely to be the A's year than the Angels year. Um, But I do like some of the value on the Angels in this type of format uh, as well. But we can talk about the A's first. Um, Really, like if you're looking at the A's, they were were very underrated last year. you know, and they kind of survived the whole season where Chris Davis just was terrible. Like, and they had 97 wins. So they're not, they're no slouch team here. And uh, I think they're, they're, they're very good. They have some top notch uh, closing talent too uh, with Liam Hendricks. And then they have one of the most exciting rookies who we saw a little bit last year, uh, Jesus Luzardo, who normally would be out on like some sort of pitching limit. Um, but given that this is only going to be 60 games, I think we're going to see a lot of him. And uh, he's somebody that I think could propel this team into the upper echelon of the American League. Yeah, I mean, this team only, you know, was three games away from winning 100 games last year. And yeah. it's it's kind of in a 60-game season, this team was an elite, like, pretty close to being an elite team. Like, yeah. I, I mean, almost any other year, you would say they're an elite team winning 97 mm-hmm. games. It's just that. It's just know, the Astros won 107. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then like you had the Astros, the Yankees and the twins, you're three teams winning over a hundred games. So like, Oh, you didn't win a hundred. You stink, you know? <laughs> so, but that's just, that's just kind of how it worked out. Yeah. And it's, it's, how have you looked at these teams and their over-unders? Cause you know, you think the A's winning basically 60% of their games last year, 97 and 65, their over-under is set at 33 and a half. Yeah. And that that's basically around like a 55 win percentage, 54 win yeah. percentage. Do you think that in a 60 game season, they're more likely to regress or, or not have, cause I mean the, the teams that, win close to 100 games they just beat up on teams in august like july august september and if you don't have that 
and you don't have teams that perform well when other teams just give it up on the season, it's how do you quantify that winning percentage? And do you see any value in A's over 33 and a half? Cause I, I, I'm really considering betting the A's. I, I I'm not betting many over unders this year. Um, and if I was going to bet over unders, I'd probably lean towards the under in a yeah, lot of these, I agree. but, but the A's is one of the only overs that I, that I do like. I don't think it's crazy. I just think that you're probably safer betting on them to win. I think you, you get better odds on them winning the division. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think they have, in order to win this division, I think you're right. Like, you have to win over 33 and a half games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too good. But I do think that you could maybe, like, I think it could get close. You know, maybe they only get over by, like, you know, maybe they win 35 games. So, uh, you know, I think that you're better off betting them to win the division where I think they're, what, plus 250? Yeah, I mean, on some books they are. Um, Yeah. It's plus 230 on DraftKings. Yeah. I think, you know, because projected right now, the Astros projected to win 36 games, and that's a 60% win percentage. So you'd think, like, 34 wins would be – you would be right there, and you could probably hedge a little bit as as time comes closer – um, so that might be a better bet. And I, I think that's an interesting way to look at the over-unders. Let's yeah. look at the Angels and what's their roadmap to surprising everybody. And I guess it wouldn't really be a surprise. Like they have the best player in baseball. They added Anthony yeah. Rendon, um, and they have Their lineup talent. is disgusting. Their yeah, lineup is so it's nasty. Just the, the, pitch, the pitching is just bad. Yeah. Um, it's, their pitching's not really great. I think you really need to see uh, – I, Otani, I think, is pitching this year. Uh, so then, you know, you really just need to see guys like Andrew Haney and, like, Bundy. You need to see these guys stepping up and mm-hmm. taking a step forward uh, and at least keeping them in games. Because um, they're – basically, they're going to they're gonna be kind of reminiscent, I guess, or so to speak, of, like, the Twins last mm-hmm. year. That's who they remind me of because they have so much talent uh, in the batter's box that – you wonder, like, can it transcend into, you know, like, as long as the pitchers keep them in the game, you know, like, if they if they give up five runs, but if they score seven every game, then it doesn't really matter. So I think that the pitching is, le- is would be more of an issue in a long season. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's less of an issue because that lineup, if somebody gets – like, if Mike Trout gets hot, and then all of a sudden, like for 20 games, then all of a sudden he cools off, but then Rendon gets hot. You know, yeah. those guys can lead you to a division title. And like, they, they should score at least four runs a game. Like, yeah. And, you know, if you're scoring four runs a game and your pitching is half decent, like, you, you're in a good spot. Yeah. I think that the team definitely has talent. I just – it's in a short season, I'm not willing to take a risk on a team like that at lower odds like you know i i think the odds yes. are still a little too high like if, if it was closer really, yeah like was, I, go ahead sorry no i was saying if it was closer to 10 to 1 like i would have i would jump at that but at yes 5 to 1 like you're still i still think it's very unlikely but if you were getting into double digits and some huge odds yeah sure like fire away on a team that hasn't put anything together and maybe in a six game season they'll put something together but i just i, I can't jump at that yeah, I, I agree with you. I when I first said I first said this way too early. As soon as the World Series was over last year, I was like, the Angels, we're gonna bet on them. You know, and then and we did, and they were plus sixty six hundred, and now you've seen them drop all the way down to like plus, you know, like 
like plus 2,500. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the books have kind of wised up to any potential value on the angels at this point in time. Um, Cause I agree with you. They're, they're really, they have a lot of potential, but it's kind of like, let's see it happen. Cause Mike Trout still is not one of the postseason. Let's uh, let's look at the bottom two teams here. The Rangers were on my radar in my yeah. ever evergreen quest to find a long shot divisional winner. I settled on the Royals at ninety to one. Uh, I, I'm I'm actually fairly confident about it. I'm excited to be kind of like a, a, a quasi Kansas City Royals fan this year. Are you confident that like it's going to hit? Or are you confident that you're just not going to get embarrassed by it? <laughs> I'm confident that. By game thirty, I still will have a, a, a okay. A, You'll a have shot. a sweat, I'll, a little I'll, sweat. I'll have, I'll have, you know. I think the odds will come down from ninety to one. I'll say that. At that okay. All right. That's that's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was, but I was looking at the Rangers, and you and I rode Mike Miner and had Mike Miner days for uh, that was last fun. Year. And he had he was a pitcher that had like a ridiculous wins above replacement and was like a fringe Cy Young candidate for like maybe two months there. And I was like excited to like, you know, they got Kluber, they got Lynn, like they maybe could put something together with the rotation. But then I look at like what the projected lineup is. <laughs> you and, look at their actual team. <laughs> and fucking Todd Frazier is like projected to be their cleanup hitter and like one of their most like Yeah, dude. <laughs> they're they're supposed to be one of the most reliable bats. And Todd Frazier, as a Mets fan who I watched all last year, like yeah, Jersey Native, like Tom River, all that. And, you know, I'm sure Terry Takes would have something to say if he was on this podcast about Todd Frazier, but it's <laughs> without giving too much away about his identity, but there is a Todd, like Todd Frey's not good. Like he's, he's nice. He shouldn't be like one of your like three, four, five hitters that you're relying on. Not at all. So between the Rangers and the Mariners, uh, is there any shot that any of these teams, because I I look, I still think in a 60 game season, like Lynn minor Kluber is like a very good. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's really good. I mean, I think the thing that you have to look at here is, Roned Odor has had has had much better seasons than like he did last year. Like last year, he only hit uh, ten home runs. Granted, he uh, or the, he's projected this year to hit ten home runs. Um, but like he's had seasons where he's hit um, you know well over twenty five as a second baseman. So I mean, there's that, that's an interesting spot. I do think that the Rangers have a better shot than the Mariners, just based on the fact that Joey Gallo, like Joey Gallo, might hit thirty home runs. Like in 60 games, like he, his power potential could lead him to and lead this team followed by good pitching uh, to a division win. But I, I don't know. I don't really see it. I don't think that any of their pitchers are going to be in a position where I, I, I don't think that they're good enough to kind of take them to this point. Cause like you're hoping Corey Kluber comes back to form because he yeah. wasn't looking great and then he got hurt. And then you miss the rest of the season. So, like, you're really hoping on that. And then you're hoping for another Cy Young-like performance from Mike Miner, a guy who is not a Cy Young, perennial Cy Young candidate. Mm-hmm. So, I do think that they're it, they're probably, like, appropriately ranked in this division at four. Yeah. I like the Mariners are a clear rebuilding team. I'm not really going to go into them. Um, if they somehow come out and win the AL West, like, yes, I'll, I'll have egg on my face, but I don't think we need to talk about them too much. Let's no. go to the, let's go to the NL West. 
this is a division in the odds that are led by the Dodgers, the biggest favorite, the biggest divisional favorite in all of baseball, minus 715 to win the division. That's kind of getting into like Belichick, Brady, Patriots territory. If you're like looking at like divisional odds, you want to parlay, like it's not really even worth it to throw them in there because it doesn't even juice the, the, the on a divisional parlay that much. But the Dodgers are at minus 715, Padres plus 750, Diamondbacks plus 900. I've seen the Diamondbacks actually getting a little bit of love as one of the long shots yeah. uh, that you should be looking at. Rockies 30 to 1 and the San Francisco Giants at 80 to 1. Let's start with the Dodgers and how about we just compare them to the to the Astros here? Like do you think that it's seven times more likely the Dodgers win their division than the Astros win their division. <laughs> Cause that's, that's how the odds read right now. <laughs> I think I, the, I think that the Astros are uh, less like the Dodgers are more likely to repeat as champions again than the Astros. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's what you're asking. Like, obviously but, uh, no, but I'm like, saying, but, but the odds like are no, the odds don't make... with, with, with the, with the Dodgers. Yes, I agree with that. Like, the especially Dodgers in, a, are being... in, a, in a sixty game season too. Like, if you look at the projected standings, Dodgers are projected to win thirty seven games. Padres, Diamondbacks are at thirty one. That's a six yeah. game difference. Yeah. So w- the one thing that I do like with the Dodgers anyway is that they do this thing with their pitchers where they just like don't pitch them. They just are like, we're just not gonna like all of a sudden you're just gonna take three weeks off. So they're not gonna have to do that this year, and like half of their pitchers need that. So, like, Ross Stripling, stud. Uh, and then also Julio Urias, like, also a stud. Like, both guys got put on these wacky innings limits last year and really for the past couple years. And it looks like they're actually going to be penciled in as starters this year. So, I love that for them. And I just – I think that they're they're somehow better than they were last year. With, Even like, with I losing mean, Ryu? Yeah, I mean, you added Mookie Betts. Like, I don't yeah. think they needed Ryu in terms of the pitching because they had enough internal pitching um, that, like, they just had guys backed up in the bullpen, like Stripling, Urias, Wood, et cetera, you know? And then, like, you have Kershaw, and you really have their – I think their new true number one is Walker Bueller. Mm-hmm. So, who's probably going to be a Cy Young candidate this year, or at least in the top of it. So, I, I think that they're better than they were last year, as crazy as that seems to say. Yeah, I think that this team, like this would be, you know, I don't know how Dodgers fans would feel like after they've come up short for the last eight years and yeah. this this being the year in a 60-game season where people are going to put an asterisk on it, maybe. Like we don't really know how that's going to play out. But, I mean, this could be the year that it all comes together because yeah. I, on paper, this team, this team has been the best team on paper in baseball for like the last four seasons. Absolutely, by and by a pretty like wide margin too. Yeah. Like it, it was not like the basically. I think the re, the reason that the odds are even where they are right now, where the Dodgers and the Yankees are like basically the same, is because the Yankees are the Yankees. Like the Yankees would probably be a little bit longer uh, odds, but they instead they're putting them basically in line with the Dodgers, who mm-hmm. I think have a much easier path through the National League. Let's move to the Padres. This is a team that kind of fits our younger team uh, blueprint that we're looking at as teams to watch out for in this weird season because it could take a couple guys that are younger or more hungry, haven't gotten to those arbitration levels yet where they're playing for the bigger contracts and are hungrier. And this team with Tatis, Myers, Profar, 
uh, Chris Paddock was like a borderline Sion candidate yeah. last year as their one. Like this team has rebuilt for a while. They added Machado and were kind of this dark horse team to look out for last season. Didn't quite work out, but they still have the talent on paper. And I don't know if there's like an analog to the Dodgers in the AL, but there is a, a world in which the Padres, or, or, an analog to the, to the Padres in the AL, not the Dodgers, but the yeah. Padres are a team that kind of checks a lot of boxes for what we're looking for in this season. Yeah. Yeah, the the Padres, you know, it's weird because they kind of remind me in a way of like the Rays, uh, because and they actually have Rays players on the roster too. I mean, you have uh, like Will Myers, Tommy Pham, uh, you know, and then Manny Machado, also like AL East guy. So I think, but then you're coupling that with younger talent uh, like Tatis, um, you know. Uh, uh, Profar, Mejia, et cetera. Like you got, there's, there's a lot of homegrown talent here on this Padres team. And then they went out and made a splash with Machado, but really some of these other guys that are stepping up uh, could be what propels them to a better season. So I do, I do like them. I, I don't know if they're there yet, but uh, they're, their top, you know, four or five guys in the lineup are not are not something that anybody's going to want to see there. They might raise the Dodgers pitchers ERA quite a bit. Yeah, and it's something too if you're like I'm looking at the Padres to make the playoffs odds plus 320 and it, this is one of those because there's no interdivisional play like could the Padres beat up on lesser competition in the West and have all the cuz I think, you know, the NL East is a is a crowded division. The NL Central is a crowded division. Like, yes. they they might be in a division where they're not not so much the AL West teams, but they'll be able to kind of have more breathing room in the NL West than these other teams yeah. in the, the NL East and the NL Central. So that's I, something to yeah. think about too. If they can sneak if they can sneak into a wild card spot, just because all you know the Mets, the Nationals, Braves. And the all beat up on all, each other. All beating up on each other, and the NL Central kind of same thing with the Reds, the the White, uh, the the Cubs, the yeah. And you get two, you get two playoff, two wild card teams still this year. So I mean, it, it's totally possible that they can make a little playoff run. Yeah, that's something I would think about. Let's uh, Diamondbacks. Why is the why am I seeing articles on my timeline about the Diamondbacks being a great divisional bet? And do you ascribe to that theory? I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, a uh, couple reasons. Starling Marte is really good, and then similarly named, not related, Kendall Marte. Kendall Marte also phenomenal player. Um, so, like, you have two guys that are arguably all-stars, you know, maybe not every year, but they're, they're making all-star appearances. Marte, I think, is going to be uh, like a long-standing type of all-star uh, mm. talent. But I think you have those two guys leading off your lineup. Um, and they have speed. They're good defensively. Uh, they play multiple positions. I think that that's a great way to start. And then if you turn to their pitching rotation, you have uh, – they brought in Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who it, like you know could be done like it could be one of he those, could be done it could but, be one of those like typical like let's sign an older starter who like was at one of the most prolific pitchers in baseball but he's just done yeah i mean it's you know like it's it's possible but i think the thing to remember is that he's he guess how guess how old he is 
I'm going to guess like 34. He was 29 last year. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So that like, he's been around for so long because like when he made those splashes in the world series and in the playoffs, like he was basically a kid, you know, like he was like, so like, if you think about it that way, like he's 30 years old, he's leading off your uh, rotation. And like, if you have to go into a wild card game, or any type of one win, like we must win, and you can throw Madison Bumgarner, you're going to take him almost, over almost anybody in the National League, yeah. I think, just because of his pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Robbie Ray, uh, who is a great number two starter, not so much number one. Um, and then Zach Gallen, who, if you remember last year, literally as soon as he came up, every single game that he pitched, I was like, guys, we're betting him. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he last year he threw 80 innings, had a sub three ERA. He was two, eight, and one and struck out 96 guys. And that was in his rookie season. So if he takes a step forward, which is entirely possible on what's he threw 80 innings last year, uh, I think he's going to be in even less games this year. Like there's going to be no real innings limit for him. Mm-hmm. So I really like this team and this core that they have because I think that they they might be a team that doesn't really care. And like, if it's the middle of the season, they might say like, Hey, we got a shot at this. If asterisks are not like, let's do that. Let's make a run, yeah. you know, we're trying to make a run because they're, they've won a couple world series, but they're always like a team. That's not like, they're not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not like your fan base has been dying forever without a world series win. Um, it, you know, it's, they're not like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mexican team. That's got a lot of uh, history pedigree. And, you know, like, if they hadn't won a World Series in a long time, like, they're like, oh, like, this stinks, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not sold on it. I just think that. It's an option. It's an option. I don't, I wouldn't take them to win this division just because I think the Dodgers are that much better than them. Yeah. Um, I, I would look. Playoff. So, yeah, to make the playoffs, maybe they're plus uh, 230. You got yeah. a little bit better value on the Ash, on the Padres there, so I might look at that as as an option instead of the like. If you're picking like teams, like you're gonna have to decide between the Padres and the you have to the, the Diamondbacks, and there's really I kind of like the Padres better. Yeah, the Padres have the Padres have a little bit better lineup. I would say that the Diamondbacks have a little bit better pitching staff. And, but I mean, at the same time, like Dimebacks won 85 games last year, the Padres won 70 games last year. And I'm trying yeah. not to, like, in, in all the sports we've covered and all the sports we've tried to project since COVID started with these weird seasons, we've looked at kind of continuity and the ability to kind of pick up on momentum left off in the last season. And it's still a pretty big swing. So it's, again, I wouldn't take any other team to win this division just because I think the Dodgers yeah. are are just, uh, it's if there was any lock in baseball, I would think it would be the Dodgers to win the division. But we've seen weirder things happen. I just think that the value is in the other divisions. Because if you're looking for a long shot, I, and I've explained this on the central podcast that we did, like you're looking for favorites to fade in a division more so than buying a hot team. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I mean, I agree with that. I did, and the Dodgers are the Dodgers are like supposed to win the World Series or be in the World Series. Yeah. So like to fade them is just it, like it seems crazy. You're basically betting on an injury, which yep. even one injury probably is not enough to derail the Dodgers. 
Yeah, I mean the team is just so deep. Uh, bottom teams in this division: Rockies and Giants. Stink. It is, it is, it is an even year though. And for a while there, <laughs> even year, it's bet the it's San Francisco true. Giants. But I just think that no belt, no Bumgarner anymore though. So no Bumgarner. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Posey's playing. Like there's, I think he so, said. Did he say no? I don't know. Yeah. Does it matter? He's not really that good anymore. But <laughs> you know, there there's some like older names on this team, but they're just they're they're in a weird spot because they yeah. probably should be just blowing it up and and just rebuilding. But I mean, the Giants are literally a team that was good ten years ago. <laughs> like like if you look at their, their lineup, it's hilarious. It's like, yeah, like Evan Longoria, Longoria Hunter, Hunter Pence. Pence. Yeah. Uh, Crawford, Johnny Cueto, Jeff Samarja. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like this team is not good. They're so bad. Like, I don't think – them and the Orioles, both teams that are black and orange, like not going to – like just don't buy any of those colors like because you can't like even support Joe, Joe Delera, not a fan of baseball Halloween. Colorado, <laughs> Colorado Rockies. Let's talk about that before we move into our projections and our, uh, our, our picking winners and our, uh, our best bets. I mean, their lineup's always awesome. Uh, their pitching rotation is, like, not great. They all have, obviously, like, way overinflated uh, ERAs and whips and stuff. But I just don't – I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think that they're good enough to contend. I think that their, their bats are – their bats can always get hot. But, like, who mm-hmm. knows? They might try to trade Nolan Arenado in the middle of the season. Yeah. So, uh, a team that's, like, shopping there – number one guy and probably best player they've had in maybe their franchise's history. It's like, like, how do you back them at all? Yeah. Yeah. I I just think there's not a lot. I mean, like you said, it's the typical Rockies great lineup maybe because they play in course field, but it's, you know, the pitching is just not there and, and it's, there's not a lot to like on this team. So no, no. Let's so. uh, let's go into our best bets slash winners segment. Who do you have to win this division? And we'll do if you want to single out a best bet, we'll we'll go from there. Okay, so I uh, I'm singling out here the I, I'm gonna I'm still gonna project the uh, I like really want, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it. I think that the A, I think that the A's win this division. Um, I think that they are going to take a step forward, um, where some of their younger talent can move forward, and also they're led by one of the more consistent hitters in baseball with uh, Chapman on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. You know, and uh, I think that they're I think they're good. I think they're ready to take the next step. Where this Astros team, after you know a season, a, an off season of kind of issues and stuff. Uh, they've lost a lot of talent uh, in terms of Garrett Cole. And I think that maybe that's not enough to make them not contenders because I think they are, but I think it might be just enough to open the door for the A's to take this division. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, we'll do one at a time. I'll, I'll follow you on that. I, I like the A's. I think that, like I said, there's a team that won 97 games last year. Not much has changed. I think that, they're, they're a similar team to the Rays and their small market kind of smart baseball that they play. And yeah. their leader in the division, like the Yankees to the Rays, the Astros to the A's in, in this division, like the Astros, there's way more questions than answers as opposed to the Rays. So I yeah. think the, the, the Athletics, Oakland A's, I'm, I'm betting them to win the division at 
think it was plus 250 or 230, depending on the book. I, yeah. I like it. I, it's one of my favorite bets uh, this season, and I, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be joining in that bet, but like I'm going to couple it too because, like I said earlier, I put in today uh, the Houston Astros under 35-and-a-half wins. Um, I will say that in this division, if, you're lo- if for some reason you like the Rangers – just bet Joey Gallo to win MVP because there's no scenario where the Rangers can score enough runs without Joey Gallo having an incredible season for 60 games. You know, like a season, he basically needs to compile a season of stats that would, you would need 162 games for, and he'll do it in 60. Um, so that's, that's what I would be looking for. Cause he, that's like 50 to one. I yeah, right now. I, I, as, after thinking about this and, and pondering over it, I discussed it a little bit earlier in this podcast. I'm actually going to take the A's over 33 and a half as well, just because the NL West is not a strong division in my opinion. So yes. except, except for the Dodgers. So if you're a team like the A's that if you put all these five teams in the AL West, five teams, in the NL West, they're the second or third best team in this division. And you have, plenty of games against the Rangers, Mariners, Rockies, Giants, the Diamondbacks and Padres might come out flat. The angels might not be good at all. Like there is, they, they just have more games against bad teams. Like these, these two divisions are very top heavy in my opinion, as, as opposed yes. to the other, as opposed to the, the East and the central divisions. I, I don't think that the NL West really is going to, uh, apart from the Dodgers, like I could see all of the four teams being pretty bad, and I think that the A's <laughs> get easy games to 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 rack up there. So I, I'm actually so. pretty confident in the A's over 33 and a half. Um, I think you know they're going to win 34 games and and pick up right where they left off. That's pretty much like a four to five percentage differential point from their 2019 record where they won close to six percent. They won like 59.9 percent of their games. So yeah. So from a math perspective, it kind of works out there. <laughs> let's uh, let's do the NL West. I'll start. I'm, I think the Dodgers are going to win, and I really don't see any other value in this division. <laughs> I think maybe you, <laughs> maybe if you like the Padres, the Diamondbacks, sprinkle some on them to make the playoffs. I wouldn't take them to win the division, but I uh, I just think that the Dodgers are just too talented, and this division, like I just said, with the A's bet, is just too bad. Yeah, I I agree. I think this is like an impossible situation for either of those teams. Um, I, I, I don't really see any value in betting like a player future, so to speak, for those teams. I, I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you wanted to like, if you really wanted to take like a shot in the dark, I don't even know what the odds are for uh, Starling Marte to win. Uh, like, oh, it's, he's a hundred to one to win NL MVP. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that you could do, but like, I, I just don't see. That's like if you have to bet it, but I, like I don't recommend to bet. So uh, yeah, I've been I've been pretty. I, I don't really like the player bets this season, just because I think the sixty game season, like it's going to be some random person that gets hot. Like yeah, like it's you have to do something. It's kind of like what we've been talking about or what I've been talking. You have to pick something that's so like random. Yeah, or just like, take. I would say maybe just take like five long shots instead of taking like a guy yeah. that's a normal MVP candidate that you're yeah. out on. Like yeah, like don't odds. fall. Like points bet has they're boosting Mike Mike Trout's odds to win AL MVP to like plus two fifty. That's insane mm-hmm. for a team that probably isn't going to make the playoffs. Like they're not supposed to make the playoffs. So like in sixty games, like how like how do you bet on somebody like that? So. Uh, yeah, but I think the Dodgers win and I think the A's win. 
let's uh world series time let's talk about our projected world series give me the team winning the world series give me the series and pick a winner and we'll we'll post this on our socials we're gonna put do an ad ad blitz campaign on instagram and twitter with our with our picks here but we will uh ask terry takes what his picks are for the world series but let's let's just put it out there for for joe and i yeah i mean i i think the yankees i think it's gonna be yankees dodgers and then i think the yankees win (laughs) (laughs) i i mean I, i i think it's hard for me it's hard for me to pick against them anyway but like this year i think the yankees are the best team in the American League, and I think that the Dodgers are the best team in the National League, and it's just—I think the talent is just going to rise. Um, yeah, I—I—I'm so. going to be betting the Mets to win the World Series, but to save face and not sound like a complete homer, <laughs> like I will—I <laughs> will project my World Series is going to be the Dodgers over the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. I, I picked the Yankees to win the division, but I think the Rays win the wild card and they get a little hot, make a run. And I think I, I was thinking about putting the A's in there, but I think the Rays are just a, a team that has better pitching and in a playoff series are, are probably more equipped to handle uh, a shorter series with their starting rotations specifically. So I'm going Dodgers over Rays with my world series pick it's not unfair thank you all right that concludes our mlb season preview this was part three of three the al and nl west the season starts on thursday this is being released monday night tuesday morning uh we might be coming out with some pga tour quick hitters our dot 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 in the whole series was a resounding success and i think that we're going to run it back uh, and keep running it back but terry takes and i will be on that one but joe any final thoughts on the mlb season before we go let's go yankees <laughs> Corey, Corey, why don't producer Corey, why don't you just give your world series bet too or your pick a fucking homer <laughs> the yankees it's obviously going to be the Yankees. What a surprise. What a surprise. Oh, Way to keep no. the listeners hanging. No secrets you know, out here. We no needed secrets. that one. You needed that one. All right. For the Oddscast podcast, I'm Dominic Leo, Joe Delera, producer Corey, signing off. Achoo. God bless. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got Bow Wow in the house. My man Lil Zane. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Sammy Saint to me. Type of dog, so many back to back kids, they call me little Sammy Sosa. Purple gum cards of all the posters, yeah, I know how I roast you when it's time to compete. On the field, on the court, over any hot beat, the break. And you know it when you see your clone, and right now, that's all I see going on. Game time, all I think about is bringing home the trophy. If your team's better than mine, you really gotta show me, really gotta beat me, really gotta trash talk, mistreat me, and send my squad back home. Cause I don't lose too much. Matter of fact, I ain't never lost at all when I'm playing hardball. Right. So if you on the mound, about to pitch to me, understand I'm like Griffey, I keep him to the wall. Shine boys, you by surprise.
in the kitchen making ready a rock It's usually preferred yeah. I be choosy with all my words Throwing eggs at them chicken heads Begging on the curb To rep from a bird uh-huh. A fastballer with a curve Have a sliding home Telling the friends this in the third yeah. Show you done heard Who I'm doing and what I'm doing What's false and what's true in uh, Girl, listen When it comes to this game They call me Zane McGuire That other kid was just a mark So I made him retire See, we all got a base And we hold our own But when I come up to bat We gon' all come home with the drill is going out of the field into your automobile and i hope it ain't your range over that you spit your change over i'm in the dugout with my tongue i play a game over. Straight to you by surprise You know I'm getting it hot as the Kennedy, you know And I keep the chrome bat swinging, slinging that iron Pitch on the block like Nolan Ryan Too bad for TV, you won't see me, I'm right in the streets I'm a hustler, people, my life in the streets Watch the game, get your life in the sheets My watch, my chain, and my teeth cost That way I would never cheat talk And I call mommy sweetheart, she call me sweet daddy And she gladly love the way that daddy batted Yeah, baby, Weezy Weezy, play baby And I don't share, baby, so if you searching for some Catch me doing near 80 and your ladies Bentley going out and Weezy never hit a foul. A hot guy, don't hit pop flies. I knock it about the park and after the game's over, we gon' be out after dark. Come on, you by surprise. Yeah, I know my name. This one's to the wall. Yeah. Ain't-